welcome to Cosmic CEO. I'm your host, Kinsey Madsen, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about everything from marketing to branding to mindset. I am so glad you found your way here. Now, let's get into some juicy content. Hi, guys. Oh, I've missed you. <laughs> I feel like because I've I've been so busy the past couple of weeks, couple of months, it feels like time is going by really slow, which is really cool. <laughs> like it's actually a cool way to expand time. Um, and I think because it's so many different projects going on at once, that also helps it. It's like I'm not just working on one thing. I'm working on five million things at the same time, which is good for my like boredom levels. I do not feel bored at all right now. <laughs> that was like the thing that I was feeling this summer. And I'm like, wow, I could not be more the opposite of bored, which I'm very, very thankful for. Um, it's also so funny because as I sat down to record this, I talked about this in a past episode, but somebody told me that the sign of like you channeling is getting allergies for some people. And I literally have been sitting here working for hours and I have been so clear and I was like, oh, I should record a podcast because I feel so clear. And then literally I started sneezing right as I was about to record the episode and I was like, that is strange. Um, but anyways, <laughs> the reason I was saying that about, uh, time going by slowly is I was like, it's been so long since I've recorded a podcast episode and it's been a couple weeks, but it's only been a couple weeks. I don't even think it's been two full weeks. So it's just funny. It's funny how time works. I'm realizing my like definition of a good movie or a good TV show is if it has anything to do with time or money. <laughs> if it doesn't have anything to do with those two things, then I am not interested by it. And it doesn't even have to be in the way of like an inspiring show about money, just a show about money. It inspires me. And I think numbers specifically, or like science, I guess, all of this is feeling very science, numbers, time. It feels like there's like a thread between those. <laughs> Maybe it's physics. I don't know. Anyways, all of all of those type of shows, they itch my brain in a way that inspires me, even if it's like a sad show. It's like Oppenheimer is a really dark show. It shows how fucked up the system is. It shows how fucked up. It doesn't super show how fucked up the atomic bomb was, but like that's a really dark, sad story. It doesn't make sense for it to inspire me. <laughs> so I'm learning that that is like the through line of the things that inspire me that don't make sense. But today I went and saw Dumb Money. It's the second time I saw it. I saw it the first time last week. So it's it's a like biopic. I don't even know if you call that. It's based on a true story of the whole GameStop stock situation. I didn't follow it a ton when it was going on just because I didn't really understand it. Like I don't really get the stock market. Um, but I was interested in it because I knew it was something about like little guys rising to the top, which I love an underdog story. Um, so I don't want to spoil anything about the movie, but it's so good. <laughs> First of all, I feel like it really helped me understand the stock market a little bit more. It's probably so, for those of you guys who do understand it, it's probably so elementary level that you're like, that's not what the stock market really is like. But I feel like I understood, like I never understood what it meant for like somebody to short uh, um, stock. Like I didn't understand any of that terminology. 
And, but seeing it through a story, I was like, oh, this makes sense. So I saw it once and then I made Morgan and Cammie and Morgan's boyfriend was here. He didn't have work today. So I, I took us all to see it <laughs> instead of working today. And I was bawling at the end. <laughs> seen it it's not like really like I was bawling in a happy way I don't know I don't want to spoil anything just go see it that doesn't spoil anything like you'll just be confused why I was crying but I just I I don't want to say anything to spoil it but I feel like it reignited my purpose um and that's what I think is interesting just to ask yourself is like what are the movies that get you really fucking fired up? And to me, that feels like a purpose. Because there's movies that I'll see and it makes me feel super helpless. And it makes me feel like, well, I have no idea what to do. I have, And it just makes me spiral. But then there's movies that I see where I'm like fired up. And I'm like, not that I know what to do in this situation, but I want to figure it out. And I feel like that kind of shows us where our power is. <laughs> Those times that you're like, feeling really fucking fired up about something. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm swearing. So I mean, I always swear, but I feel like I've said the F word like 30 times in the past five minutes. Also, it should be noted that it's 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> I have this thing that's happening right now. And for some reason, I'm like shadowy to say it. I think because I'm, I so believe in the like you can create a business and you can create a life where you're not working a ton and you are making a ton of money that's like why I believe so hard in like digital products and courses and services and all of that I mean I just love running a service product-based business like a um digital product-based business I guess is what I should say because I can sell more of a digital product and it doesn't add any more to my plate at all but these new things I'm working on, these clients I'm collaborating with, it's, I've realized, I actually realized I got a reading um, by Victoria Strong. She's here in this community. I got a tarot reading from her and it was really good. It was, it gave me a lot of clarity on things I didn't even, you know, when you don't even realize that you're like questioning something in your mind <laughs> and it's probably just like leaking energy the entire time. So I think there was some things that I was doing that with just a lot of different things in my business. Um, but the projects that I'm working on right now, they don't, it's not like it makes sense <laughs> monetarily. Like it truly is the amount of effort I'm having to put in at this point is astronomical compared to the amount I could make selling courses. And like, I'm still selling courses and I'm still doing that whole thing. Um, and I actually have something really exciting to tell you at the end of this episode of a course that is literally, it's going to be up for less than 72 hours. I'm going to edit this podcast tonight so I can get it, um, up as soon as possible, but I'm doing a crazy flash sale, like save over $200, um, on a course. And I'll tell you more about it later, but I feel like it's like, I barely put effort into my courses and I launch them and I have a ton of success. Like I make, you know, three to four times what I'm making with these other projects that I'm working on. But I just feel in my soul like that this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And I can't explain why. And I didn't realize how logical I was trying to be with the situation because I feel like in my mind, I'm always like, oh, the, the next right step is always going to make me more money immediately. That's like been a story that I've had and so I think right now and even as I think of projects that I've worked on in the past 
if it didn't make money for me immediately, even if it felt like the next right step, next right step, and I felt like in my soul, like I needed to pursue it. If it didn't pay quickly, then I was like, oh, I guess this isn't the thing. And then I would pivot. And I don't do that a ton because I feel like a lot of times I'm really, I'm more so excited by what I'm creating, but I can definitely tell a few moments, a few just times in my business that if, if the money wasn't reflecting it, then I assumed it wasn't the right step. And that, I don't even know if I'm explaining that right. I wish I could use some exact situations. Um, and there's not really anything that I can use what, with respecting the collaborations that I'm working on right now. But it just made me realize like I was being logical versus trusting my intuition. And I've created this idea in my mind that trusting my intuition is always going to mean immediate returns. And I think that's really been holding me back. I, I don't know. It's just like in before I had to be illogical and trust that the money was coming. And now I feel like it's, it's the next level of that, but it's, it's being okay with the fact that none of this makes sense growth-wise right now and just trusting. And and I, I have no idea what's going to come of that, um, but I just didn't realize how, how much of my energy this was taking up and how guilty I feel for how much I'm working right now. Like it's this, maybe this story of like, I'm afraid of being a hypocrite because I always say like work less, but I also always say like, follow what's exciting you follow what makes you passionate and if that includes working late nights as long as you're not working it in a way of like woe is me I'm staying up so late working on stuff for my business then it's like who fucking cares I don't know it's just and I know I'm kind of rambling right now about this and I promise I'm not manic <laughs> no it's late I think what's happening is like I've been having these open root center moments um so in human design, if your bottom, the square is white, you have a undefined or open um, root center, depending on what gates you have. And I have that. <laughs> I think one of my superpowers is like, I can channel the need to get something done when it needs to get done. So for example, I have 5 million things I need to get done before tomorrow. And I really wanted to see a movie today. And then I got home and I wanted to watch The Big Short because I was like on a money stock market kick, which by the way, The Big Short made me depressed. <laughs> I don't recommend that one. I I loved The Big Short. Big Short used to be one of my favorite movies, just again, because I like money movies. I like movies about smart people and I really like the style of that movie. Like the way they do like clips of like vintage things that were going on. I don't know. I just really like it. But after watching Dumb Money, when I watched The Big Short, I was just like, this is just like really depressing. Like it it wasn't the vibe that I was hoping for, the vibe that I remembered. Um, but anyways, I watched two movies back to back instead of getting my work done. That being said, this afternoon, I had zero motivation to work on any of this. I just, it wasn't exciting me. It wasn't lighting me up. It wasn't calling to me. Like, it just felt like I was having to force myself to do this. And so I feel like if I will follow those things and just do what I want to do in the moment, my body manifests energy to always end up getting it done. And... I think the secret is just letting go of the guilt in the meantime of like, oh, I should be working. I should be doing this and like, let yourself do it when you want to. And I also know 
I'm like super free. <laughs> like I don't have, I don't have kids. I don't have a husband, a partner. I have friends, but they have families. And so like, I'm not seeing them all the time. So it's just like, I don't have any responsibilities really. Um, so I'm kind of lucky enough to be able to do this, but like also you can too. I feel like there's a special power. And like I said, I literally have only done this once. I did this once, I think in September too. I'm not joking when I say I have a lot on my plate right now. and It's not making sense. And maybe it will never make sense, but my intuition is telling me that this is right, right now. But I did it again in, or I did it in September and it was just like this moment of like, how did I just, I literally just got 12 hours of a bonus that nobody else got. It feels like so abundant to me. And again, I know that's, that's definitely not healthy to be doing long-term, but I don't know, for some reason, the way my body works, if I'll like, just get past the hump at like, I don't know. It feels like one, like the, maybe it's midnight, the midnight hump. Then I can stay up forever and I can just go to sleep the next night. I don't even like, like I have a big day tomorrow. I'm working in person with someone and I'm not worried about it. <laughs> like I know I'll be fine. So I don't know. I, this maybe it is mania, but it doesn't feel fun enough to be mania. <laughs> like I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm literally just like uploading things to Kajabi that would be though like my form of mania would be uploading things to Kajabi um a couple other things to update you on I got back on my antidepressants <laughs> maybe you guys should be worried about me no I actually haven't officially started taking them again I had a really small dose when I was weaning off of them a year ago and I don't know. I just had this feeling. And I guess the only reason I'm telling you this is because if you've been wondering if you should go back on them or start them, um, I was doing really well for a while until I wasn't. And I noticed myself just like having the same situations that would come up in the past of like getting super irritable, getting super overwhelmed, feeling like this overwhelming sense of dread feeling like life wasn't worth living anymore like I'm not trying to be like dramatic but I'm just being honest and it's so weird because I just have such this story of hyper independence when in reality like who fucking cares I I'm gonna take the meds again and then I can stop taking them when I want to and I think maybe that's that's something too that I could share is like when I got off my meds it was actually really easy it was a really easy process and that's not true for everyone but I just feel like there's a lot of us who are wasting so much energy just trying to feel okay and that has been me for the past couple of months um so again I don't know if it's a long-term thing if you're wondering what meds I'm getting on <laughs> I'm getting on Lexapro again, and that was the one I did before, but I'm also trying Wellbutrin, so um, we'll see about that. I have an insane time focusing, <laughs> so we'll try it. I'm kind of nervous about the Wellbutrin, but it's not a, not that any of it matters. Not, I was going to say it's not a controlled substance, but again, who fucking cares? I don't know. I just feel like I've been making everything way harder than it needs to be in my life. And like even the fact that I've been able to handle this workload in the past few months, I feel like it 
it's because even though I've been taking just that tiny bit of like, it was like five milligrams, even just taking that, it was like this feeling of support. And like, I didn't have to just keep like pushing my way through this, you know? So anyways, there's an update with that. Um, I'll, I guess I'll talk about the course that I have open for the next 72 hours on sale for it's regularly $300 and it's on sale for 88. And here's the really exciting thing about this. This is something else I could touch on. It almost makes me embarrassed to say this out loud. Um, so not the first part. So something really cool that Kajabi just announced is they you can now pay with Afterpay on Kajabi, which is huge as a um, as a course creator. It's huge as a consumer too because it breaks your breaks your uh, purchase into four equal payments that will charge you every two weeks. So it's cool for you because normally when I do a payment plan on a course, I charge like 20% more because just for a, a lot of reasons, the processing fees I have to pay for every single time you process. I also just like to like give you a little reward for paying in full because it helps me out because it's more cash flow to me, but then it helps you out because you're getting a discount for a pay in full. Um, but the reason that I'm really excited about Afterpay is if you don't know how it works, when a customer checks out with Afterpay, it pays you all of that money right up front. Afterpay pays you all of the money up front. So it's like you're getting a pay in full and then they keep track of any of the missed payments. They, they do it on their end. You don't have to deal with that at all. So I'm still going to keep doing my own payment plans because for example, like a $2,000 course I, I want to give you more flexibility than just four bi-weekly payments of 500. I think I'll keep the option of Afterpay up just if you want to save by paying a higher amount. You won't have to pay any more than the pay in full. But I'm going to also have the extended payment plans available because I feel like that's helpful to you guys. And I like payment plans. I like the consistency it adds in my business of knowing that like money is coming through from past things. Um, but what I'm really excited about Afterpay with or what I'm really excited for with Afterpay is these smaller launches of when I do like a flash sale of $88. That makes it really accessible for people who are wanting to get in on my, get in, I'm sorry. <laughs> is it obvious that it's almost two? I'm like slurring my words. It makes it really accessible for the people who are wanting to get in on my lower priced products. Um, so for example, with the 88, and this is why I was going to say I'm embarrassed to say the price because it is so cheap, but for the afterpay, you'll only have to pay four payments of 22 and it will charge that 22 every two weeks. Um, so it's crazy. It's a really good opportunity for you to get in on one of my courses at a, a rate that like I've, I've never sold a course for $22. Like that's, that just is an insane amount. And then for me, just to be transparent, it's really nice because it it wouldn't make sense for me to do a payment plan for that amount. I think it would just like actually like hurt my brain. I don't really like small amounts. <laughs> I don't like small amounts of money, only big amounts of money, but also I'm not joking. <laughs> like it's hard for me. I don't know what it is. It feels heavy. Like I, I, I don't know. I feel like I've talked about this with people. Like, does it feel easier for you to spend big money on stuff or spend small money on stuff? And I think it's just a personality trait thing, maybe a brain thing. But for me, 
spending big amounts of money and receiving big amounts of money is easy. Little amounts, like it feels so stressful and heavy, <laughs> even spending little amounts. So I guess I need to do some reprogramming around that. All of that being said, the afterpay option is available for this. So what I am opening for enrollment for the next three days only is my infamous villain school. So villain school is something that I did last October and it was so fun. And like I said, I, I've just been noticing these rules that I am existing by in every single area of my life. I'll even tell you one after I'm done talking about this, but I listen. <laughs> this is like kind of embarrassing, but I listened to Villain School because I needed like a little pick me up. I needed to remember my power. I needed to remember to not give a shit. I needed to remember. And I think just because I've been working so much and I've been having this story that like that's bad or there's shame around it. I just needed something to like remind me of who I am. And so I listened to Villain School and I was like blown away. Um, I feel like, I mean, Villain School is one of my newer programs. Like I said, I launched it in October of last year. So it's been out for a year. Um, the only time that you could join it was last October. And it's just really good. So what you're going to learn in villain school is you're going to learn how to stop caring what other people think. You're going to learn how to show up how you want to show up just because you want to show up that way. You're going to learn how to shed the fear of being cringe, how to just truly have better things to focus on than worrying about how other people are perceiving you. There's two um, like guided uh, hypnotherapy sessions in the call. Um, one of them is about releasing all of those ideas, all of those worries, all of those uh, beliefs of how you're expected to show up. And that's like a releasing practice. And then the other one is so good. I think this is one of the most powerful ones I've ever led. And what happens is we create at the very end of the call, we create your like villain archetype and you kind of create a version of yourself. It's kind of like a future self, but better. And I talk a little bit about the future self and the issues that I have with it. And it's nothing that I've talked about before. I even forgot that I said this <laughs> when I was listening back to it. I was like, that is so fucking good. Like I had forgotten. I, I must've been channeling during that because I had forgotten a lot of the stuff that I said. It was blowing my mind the second time around. So we create this character and then we do this guided like character shifting exercise where you literally step into it's a process of watching them examining them and then eventually you step into their body and that happens at a subconscious level and so we're literally integrating this this new version of you who doesn't give a shit. So instead of me just yelling at you and saying like stop caring. It's like easy enough, right? Like we're telling ourselves all day long, like stop caring what people think. It's probably like one of the biggest voices in our head along with the other voice that's caring what people think, but we're always in this battle. And so it's really cool is you're literally going to become that character, but that is not all. <laughs> Wait, there's more. I also am adding a section with psyche balances in it. So I came up with 20 balances all centered around showing up as yourself, confidence, being a genius. Like I was like kind of trying to channel like villain vibes. Let me actually pop open my computer and I will read you. So the way that it works is I have my own method of blending psyche with binaural B 
beats, um, a little bit of breath work, just very casual. The Each of the upgrades are only three minutes and 33 seconds. So they're so short and easy and just the best tool to use. Um, and then you get to choose which ones out of these ones you want to do. So I do a lot behind the scenes, a lot of the psyche process behind the scenes, and you just have to sit there in a certain posture and do it. So these are the beliefs that you're going to have access to. Oh, shoot. Now I'm actually need to pull it up because something too that's so interesting about working at night is I feel like I go into robot mode. <laughs> I can't remember if I talked about this on my podcast. This is something that I have told clients before. When you have something that like you don't really like to do in your business. So for example, or let's say you're working a day job, okay? Let's say you're working a day job or maybe it's something you're doing in your business that brings you income, but you don't love it, but it's paying the bills right now, okay? So you have decided intuitively it feels like the important thing to keep up. Um what I like to do with those type of things is like literally picture myself turning into a robot. And I know that sounds dark, but I just want you to try it because I feel like when I get burnt out, it's when I'm trying to care and go all in on stuff that I don't give a shit about. <laughs> and I'm like trying to make it feel so fun. And in reality, it's almost just easier to be like, beep, boop, like robot mode, push this button, click this. <laughs> This could be the most like elementary thing that I'm saying ever, but I feel like that happens to me at night. So like I have done an insane amount in the past two hours because I've just been like in like beep boop robot mode, click here, upload here. Um, but because of that, I've also done some dumb things. <laughs> I've also like accidentally erased my full list of mantras when I was looking in my notes. So let me actually pull it up in the program. And the really cool news is if you are in villain school, you get access to all of this. So it is already in your platform. The updates are there. The mind upgrade library is there. The little piece explaining psyche is there. So it's so exciting. So these are the mantras that you will have the option to install if you wish. I fill my own cup first. I easily trust myself. I am more confident than I have ever been. I can be myself around everyone. It's cool for me to be cringe. I embrace the cringe easily. It's easy for me to take care of myself. I'm a genius and everyone knows it. <laughs> I like love that one, even though it's like so... To me, I like I said, I was kind of channeling a little bit of evil genius energy since it's villain school, like just fully embracing the genius. Villains don't have time for self-doubt, right? Um, the more I focus on my magic, the more it expands. People love to see me win. It's easy for me to make decisions. It's easy for me to trust my decisions. It's easy for me to take action on my decisions. Um, my success is inevitable. The more I win, the more I win. I make money just by existing. All my ideas are brilliant and easy to execute. I've learned how to master the game of business. I have a spirit team that loves supporting me. That one's a fun one because we we create your like spiritual sidekicks <laughs> in the course. This is, I think I just love this course because it's so fun. Like, and honestly, you don't have to have a business for this course to make sense for you. I know I have one here that says I've learned how to master the game of business. So don't install that one. But I actually had quite a few people that when we did it live who didn't have businesses. It, it has nothing to do with business. Um, I have a spirit team that loves supporting me. It's safe for me to be my most authentic self. 
So you'll get a balance for each of those. That's 20 different balances that you can go and install. I mean, how would your business change if you believed all those things? If you truly believed at a subconscious level, all of those things. It's so magical. So highly recommend the uh, discount ends and doors close. I mean, I don't even know if I should call it doors open, doors close. It's just a flash sale, but doors do close technically on Friday night. So it is Wednesday at 2 a.m. I'm going to add an intro and an outro to this and get this uploaded. But again, sorry to like kind of be like this, but those of you who are listening live are going to get the bonus (laughs) of being able to buy this. Maybe this is like my secret, my intuition knew best. And this is my new strategy of making people listen to my podcast when they drop is like doing these random flash sales and they end like three days later. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I'm really excited about that with a bill in school. But the whole reason I'm recording this podcast is not even to say that, to not even talk about dumb money or my antidepressants or whatever. What I'm really wanting to talk about (laughs) now it'll probably only take me a few minutes is I was sitting and doing these. So the way that this process works when I do these, um, these upgrades is I go through them first and I surrogate the energy for anyone who's listening to the audio or anyone who's taking the course. And when I surrogate the energy, it's like I'm putting on like a blanket of all of our collective energy, anybody who has made this agreement to take this. And then I go through the balance just on my own. And that is how I tell I can't really tell you too much without telling you the whole process, but I have to do these. I test these different things through muscle testing of which, which direction we sit, (laughs) all this stuff. And so anyways, I go through all of these and install them already. As I was doing this, I had a really big breakthrough and I don't remember which one it was that I was sitting with. Um, I don't even remember which one it was. It, it never makes, even sometimes, because the, uh, there's an important part of the psyche process that after you do, excuse me, after you do the balance, you're supposed to t- like brainstorm an action step to take really, really soon after. And sometimes the action step that comes through has nothing to do with what I just balanced. Sometimes I feel like these mantras, they shift something that we didn't even know was there, or it maybe uncovers something that we didn't know was there. So anyways, I had this thought as I was sitting in one of th- one of these uh, balances, I had just recorded the audio explaining Psyche for a villain school. And in the audio, I was like super, not super apologetic. I mean, you'll hear it when you listen to it. But I feel like anytime I've done Psyche, I like... I'm like, this is really weird. Like, just trust it. Don't, don't judge it. Don't da da da. Or I, I even give them permission to judge it. I'm like, judge it, but just watch. It'll work. And I realized in that moment when I was sitting in that balance that I was like, why am I talking to the person who hates this modality? Like, I just, it was like in that moment, it flashed before my eyes, literally all all of the, not all of the teaching that I've been doing, but a lot of times when I'm creating content or when I, it specifically happens with Psyche. And I think maybe it's because I love it so much, but it's, it's something I've only like experienced through my own exploration, through my own experimenting. Like truly, like I've, I, I mean, I have a friend who does it, but I've never done it with her. Um, and we don't even really talk about it. And so it's, it's so interesting 
because I think first of all it just shows a little bit of my lack of trust of myself like when I was when I was trying to get into RRT I still love it as a modality for other people to use on me I don't understand it <laughs> like that's the truth of it it does not make sense in my brain and psyche makes so much sense like it's so simple and it just it lights me up inside like it it turns something on inside of me but because there's a lot of people really into RRT and really into um hypnotherapy it's easy for me to trust that because I'm like, oh yeah, there's lots of people who are into this. But because I don't really know anybody who's super successful in the business world whose main modality is psyche, I just realized that I've been so uh, like so apologetic when I talk about it. And I act like it's this weird thing and it's really not that weird. Like it's it feels more energy work than other modalities. And it doesn't require much of you. It basically just requires muscle testing, which shows your subconscious mind when it is or isn't installed. And it, we do it to test what the subconscious mind would prefer us to balance with. But it's not that weird. <laughs> and any single time I say it, and I think this is maybe just like a little insecurity thing where I feel like if I say it's weird, then if somebody else says it's weird, I'm like, yeah, no kidding. Um, so I think it's kind of that, but I, I just realized in that moment how, how it's easy for me to trust something if everybody is saying it works, if everybody's saying that's true, rather than just trusting something because I've experienced the truth of it and because I've experienced the changes of it. And it's really interesting when I like think about my human design profile so I'm the three five. So the three five is the three specifically is all about like experimenting and making mistakes, learning from your mistakes, integrating, trying things out. And like that is how I live my life. I've always been like that. I always have been so messy and like I can't learn from a book like I have to try it and try it on myself and experiment with myself over a period of time. Um but I've noticed that I'm only as confident in that experiment as if there's other people also confident in that. So it's just, it's illuminating a new edge for me. It's illuminating a new edge of trust and it like feels scary even talking about it right now, which it's so weird because it's like I've done, I have been doing stuff with Psyche, but I feel like fully leaning into it and being like it isn't weird and not apologizing about it and like just letting it be what it is and letting it speak for itself and also realizing it doesn't have to work for everyone <laughs> like that's I can only share what has worked for me but I have to stop being a little bitch about it and I have to stop like saying it with half my heart when like I can fully fucking say how much I love it so that's a thing <laughs> It's a definite thing. Oh, but like I was saying with my human design line, so my other line is the five line. And the five line is all about creating solutions and kind of being the hero, which I like to think of the five line as like hero slash villain. And for me, the villain and the hero are interchangeable and one isn't better than the other. For example, <laughs> not to go on a complete other tangent, but I'm watching Loki season two right now and... Oh, it's so good. It hits. It is the most like satisfying thing to ever watch. And I've been trying to explain it. So 
uh, I got Cammy into it. I probably, I might have already told you about this because I can't remember on the la- last episode if the next season had started, but I got Cammy into it. She's very much not into the Marvel, Marvel world, which I used to say, like, I'm not a Marvel girly, but I love this. But, like, the truth is, I'm a fucking Marvel girly. Like, I love Marvel. I <laughs> love the lore. Like, I love everything about it. And it makes sense because it's all, like, fucking timelines and, inner, you know, different dimensions, the metaverse and whatever. So I got Cammy into it and I was explaining to her because she's never watched anything. She's never watched any of the Avengers. She knows nothing about anything. I mean, she's seen like, I think I like made her see like the new Ant-Man or something. I don't remember which one it was. So she's seen some, but she's not like familiar with the lore. And I was trying to explain to her. And if you've never watched, then this is me also explaining to you. It is so satisfying to see a show that takes a character that we all fell in love with which is Loki when he was being like kind of a cringe villain like when I see because like my TikTok page is all like edits of Loki and I'll see edits of him from like Avengers times and I still love him obviously because like that's when I fell in love with him but I'm like he was so cringe then and then all of a sudden out of nowhere Marvel launches this series that is the most beautifully like the sets are insane the design the branding is insane I I am not one of those people who like Like, if I go to a restaurant and the menu looks bad, like, I think it's funny and I think it's, like, camp and, like, I love it. But the one place that I am a design snob in an annoying way is, like, the credits and the, like, titles on shows and, like, movies. I'm always, like, would it really have been that hard to, like, choose a cool font and put it in yellow instead of doing, like, white with a drop shadow? (laughs) Like, it's, like, one of my biggest pet peeves. Everything on Loki is perfect. Literally everything. The music. The, like, there's so much. And so I was just telling Cammy, I was like, I love that you love this because she's so into it too now. Not nearly probably as much as I'm into it, but she's into it. She's like into it. And I was just trying to explain that like seeing someone that you can see the potential in and you know they're so hot and their personality is so hot but then having an entire series made about them and it being this aesthetically pleasing and having him look so hot and like we never really saw him in like hot clothes he was always wearing some sort of weird cape and like now we're seeing him with a fucking sword harness and like fucking rolled up dirty sleeves running through the halls like with a fucking cut on his arm i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) i'm gonna have to watch that before i go to bed if i go to bed tonight um so anyways i don't even remember why i was talking about that i don't remember how we got there It's just satisfying. How did I even get there? How in the love of God? I know you're like yelling at me right now through your speaker. It just is satisfying, I guess. I guess that's where where, where we'll end with. Uh, It's easy for me to love things with my whole chest if I... Hmm. Now I'm also questioning saying that. I think it's it's interesting actually now that I'm thinking about this because movies and TV shows I would tell you 
but this is interesting guys i'm like i'm realizing so many things i'm like having so many breakthroughs so i would tell you that i really loved a movie but i would follow it with but i'm not a good critic like I'm not a good critic. I love everything. So it's almost like I'm always backpedaling. Like I'm afraid to like fully own something because movies and TV shows. Like if you follow me on Instagram, I'm always like, it was so fucking good. I see every single movie like 500 times. Um, but I will also say I'm a really easy critic. So maybe don't trust my recommendations. I have to start saying stuff with my whole chest. I am actually like really excited because I, I feel like I haven't realized how, and you guys are probably also like, what are you saying? I, I say things loudly, <laughs> but I don't know if I say it with my whole chest energetically. Don't be afraid. The volume isn't going to go up. Maybe just my confidence behind it is going to go up. Or maybe it will just be the difference of like not saying a disclaimer and I also think, like, I tweeted something about this or threaded something about this. Like, there's all that saying of, like, girls, stop saying sorry. And, like, um, don't say no worries. Like, just say thank you for understanding. And, like, to me, that just feels like a way to, like, tell women how to live their life even more. So it's, like, we're not even allowed to, like, say sorry. <laughs> so I, I, all that to say... I maybe still will give excuses or give like little asterisks after everything I say, but I think the energetic difference that I'm already feeling right now about like saying that I love something or I believe in something, it feels really huge. <laughs> it feels really huge. We'll see if it feels as huge tomorrow morning, but right now it feels huge. Like with books, this was the example I was going to give. I'm really hesitant to recommend books. I feel like, like I know when I love a book, but I'm afraid, I, I guess I'm afraid kind of that I'm dumb and that I'm not going to like the books that are like actually the good books. So it feels hard for me to like recommend a book with my whole chest because I don't feel like I'm like smart enough to do that or something. I feel like I'm not liter, I'm not literate enough. <laughs> that's maybe the wrong word but like reading was never like my my strong suit in school it was always math um so anyways <laughs> I'm I'm going to be shifting in a big way and I'm glad I realized all this and I'm glad I recorded this podcast episode I would love to have you in villain school um if you've already experienced psyche hey, good news there's just gonna be more balances that you now have access to also, the training itself is so good. I actually think I'm going to listen to it again now that I've like had this breakthrough just to see what else comes through. There's also a series of journaling prompts with every single mantra. If you want to take it deeper, you do not have to do the journaling prompts. But I'm the type of person I like love to be introspective. I just I love to think about things. Um, and so I'm the type of person that likes to go deeper. So with every single mantra, every single mind upgrade, there also is a series of journaling prompts that you can take it through um, to really look at it before you start balancing it. Um, but I would love to have you in. And also what I can tell you is anti-school design school is going to go on pre-sell. And I can say this with my whole chest. I'm really excited for this round. There's a few things that I'm waiting to like finalize before I can officially open it up for pre-sell. That'll probably be next week that that happens. Um, and it'll only be open for pre-sell for a couple of days. You'll save $500. 
Um, but I'm just waiting to finalize some details, <laughs> but I'm really excited about that. I honestly wonder if I'm like, okay, am I working on all of these design projects right now because I meant to open this thing up and because I meant to open up design school and I meant to remember how powerful the tool of design is and how powerful making something pretty is, right? Like giving it a story and how powerful that tool is. The fact that I can, I mean, I'm literally sitting here, it's 2, 2 a.m. and I just added so much to my course and it all looks gorgeous and I'm making launch graphics and like I can do that in a couple of hours. I didn't have to text someone and ask for them to make me this thing. It's just, it's amazing. And honestly, I feel like my accidental purpose, I have turned multiple like product-based entrepreneurs into graphic designers full time. And I'm not sorry about it actually, because there's something cool about being able to build a design business that you have no overhead. Any sort of business that has no overhead, it feels so good to me. I think that's just the type of abundance that I like. And so it's like, it makes sense. People are learning design and then they're starting to make money immediately. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna apologize for that. I'm actually proud of that. So anyways, if that sounds like something you're interested in, um, keep your eyes out for that. I don't think I have anything else. This was kind of a sporadic episode, but again, I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> and I think I need to return. I think I need to return to this this way. I think I I notice with content if I'm so focused on doing it directly towards whatever I'm launching or making it make sense, it just loses the excitement. Like it just starts to feel like I'm in robot mode and I only want to feel like I'm in robot mode if I'm doing something like lame, not if I'm doing something that is like one of the funnest parts of my business, you know? So I might need to return to the to the sporadicness of it all. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with me through through all the craziness. I appreciate you listening and I guess I'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>